Welcome to Season 1, Episode 12 of the Red Diamond Report Podcast. I'm your host, Wilson Jackson. Today we have another exciting episode for you. I sat down with Darian Hope, a 2016 graduate of Alcorn State University in Lorman, Mississippi. D. Hope, as he's often referred to, is a middle school teacher at Smilo Prep in Jackson, but is also earning a master's degree in public health. It is not unusual to find Hope on the sidelines of an HBCU football game with trash talk, at a tailgate, or being the life of a party. You might also catch him going viral on Twitter for a funny tweet or being reposted on Instagram through various platforms. How does he do it? I don't really know. As he continues to build his influence, he wants to leave an impact in various ways on society, whether through his podcast, teaching, entertainment, clothing, you name it. Sit back and get ready to listen as he discusses being a young male teacher, making an impact in society, building his influence, his love for Alcorn, HBCU sports, and more. This is Season 1, Episode 12 of the Red Diamond Report Podcast, Education, Impact, and Influence, Changing the Narrative. Let's get it. Welcome to the Red Diamond Report podcast with your host, Wilton Jackson. And today we have probably one of the most funniest guys alive. Like, you know, I, at least I think he's one of the funniest guys. I know great guy, great upstanding guy. We have Mr. Darian Holt. Darian, it's, it's, it's good to have you on. Well, what's up, man? I right, look, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, big dog. Thank you for having me. So, Darren, you know, I know you. I've been knowing you for a while. Like I said, if it's just from seeing you around in, in Jackson or seeing you on the sidelines of, a, of an HBCU game, like yes. with the shenanigans and everything. Yes, sir. Everything. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. You know, I'm ripping. You oh, know. A- absolutely. So just tell, you know, just tell the people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, um, again, yeah, my name is Darian, also known as D-Ho. That's what a lot of people call me. But um, I'm an Alcorn graduate. Graduated Alcorn on um, State University 2016. Um, currently, I'm a teacher, but uh, you know I educate um, the youth. I'm a middle school teacher right now, but I'm also in graduate school. Um, also about to graduate, we're gonna manifest that. Right <laughs> okay. So, yeah, 2021. Look, speaking, that's speaking what I'm that into for. existence. Go ahead and get that out the way. So yeah, uh, you know I got I got big plans. Um, also like my boy Will, and I also have my own podcast. Um, right. it's called Deho in the MFN morning. Yeah, make sure to check it out. Yeah, go ahead and check that out. But yeah, overall, man, you know, I'm just I'm just doing me. I'm just trying to manifest and be the best person I can. And you know, I'd be I'd be with the shenanigans. Oh, absolutely. I'll t- like I said, I was telling some people um before I jumped on with you, I was like, you know, certain people when you bring them on, you know their personality, like you know they're gonna have a certain amount of shenanigans with them. And if you if you weren't with the shenanigans, I would be like. This is not oh. this this is not the uh, old I know. Hey, you you would have been talking to my teller. You'd be like, who is this? Yeah. This is nah. no. Yeah, you know what's up though. I'll be trying to control myself. You know, I just it just depends on how I'm feeling, bro. I just I can't control who I am. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. No, I do. I, I totally understand. <laughs> and, and and one thing I've started to notice as we get older, and I'm sure you know this too. If you can't be your authentic self, I don't want to be around you. Oh no, I don't know. Don't don't be fake with me. I ain't got time for that. Right, right, absolutely right. Yeah. I keep it 100. Exactly. Yes, sir. Exactly. So you mentioned the fact that you're a middle school teacher. So where are you teaching at? Uh, so I'm actually at a, um, I'm at a charter school. Charter school. Okay. Right. So I'm actually at a charter school here in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, it's actually called um, Smilo Prep okay. on the Republic um, School Districts. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they branch off to Tennessee and Nashville as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I teach at a charter school, which is a little different from, than um, your normal public school. So the structure is a little bit different. But you know, I still uh, it's still interesting because at the end of the day, you're educating the youth, right. um, you're influencing the youth. So I get an opportunity. You know, um, a lot of people see me on my social media. So I, you know, I you know some may consider me an influencer to a certain extent. You know, just off my um, tweets or whatever I do on social media, my viral content, whatever it may be. But, you know, I also had that same energy with my students as well. So right. the same energy, you know, I, I try to be just as influential to them as well. You know, reach out to them, try to guide them the right way. So, you know, we can, we can better our youth, man. So, you know, that's, that's really where, it, that's where it starts. So I just, you know, at the end of the day, I, I be trying to influence the best way I can. Right. And, and the thing is, it's, it's interesting you say that because like, you know, having grown up in Mississippi and in Jackson, like we, they need it. We needed oh, it. And like, oh, they, they really need it. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Pies <laughs> uh, are so different. Like, yes. I be thinking like, because kids, are out, first of all, let's not get it twisted. Kids are off the chain. Absolutely. What? And see, we, we doing virtual right now. Right. So it's just, they, they trying to be out the chain, but look, I don't be going for. It. I just hit, why I hit that mute button so fast. Right. They be yeah. Like, if, say, if, like if you if you can't behave and do what we need to do, I, I gotta mute you. Oh yeah. Oh no. For sure. For sure. But, I mean, yeah, man. You gotta you gotta let them know what's up. But they they definitely need it. And then me, you know, as a younger, I guess I cause you know as a younger teacher, they just they just um you know they look at the younger teachers differently. I guess more relatable. I guess that's a way to put it. In your teaching, you know, granted, like you can't, like you said, you're a young, you're a younger teacher and you're able to relate to them. What do you value the most in that, especially in a time like this in a pandemic? I think uh, really just being able to see the impact you can have on them, man, because um, you, you'd be surprised. Like I just had a lot of students just um, just reaching out, just saying like, man, you know, I'm their favorite teacher. I'm their favorite teacher. One thing I noticed about you, of course you teach. You know, but you always find yourself being able to be versatile in a lot of different ways. So, you know, let's say somebody's following you on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, Snapchat, whatever, like you're always connected somewhere in between sports, news, politics, and entertainment. Yeah. And you know, you've had the privilege to go viral in a lot of different things. What what keeps you connected in that way? Man, uh, I'm a Twitter advocate. Uh, I would say Twitter is one of my favorite apps. It's probably the most hilarious one of the most hilarious apps ever. Um, but the reason I, I, I rob a Twitter because I'm able to just showcase my personality. I can actually speak my mind. And, you know, I can actually, like, people can just kind of tap in and just see, you know, I can get my viewpoints on stuff, this and that. But uh, also, it's the reach. Twitter has a reach probably a lot different than a lot of other social media platforms. Just off the strength of the, of, uh, the ability to go viral. Like, right. Um, I, you know, I've just had certain posts that, you know, they uh, reach the masses or, you know, they go viral. So when these things go viral, think about how many people actually see them. So I've had like multiple people, like my, for example, my brother graduation video this past um, year. So, you know, they had the virtual Great example. Right. That, yeah. I mean, you know, my brother, he was, he was kind of dang. He was like, man, I ain't got no, I ain't gonna be able to walk. You know, we ain't, we got to do this virtual graduation. We're like, man, we're going to make sure, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make sure you, you have a little ceremony. We, Exactly. You know, blah, 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 blah. So I recorded the video, it went viral, but I mean, just on the video, like Essence, um, it got in contact with him. They had reposted it. He was actually featured on CNN. Yeah. CNN actually reached out. Um, I remember ESPN, they wrote me. Um, again, even 
we almost had an opportunity from Walgreens. Walgreens actually uh, reached out to me. Uh, they were actually trying to, you know, gather virtual graduation clips. Uh, mm -hmm. We didn't end up making the cut for the actual commercial. But it's just out the fact that that reach on Twitter can actually open up a lot of opportunities. So right. that's my thing with Twitter is like, man, I just be active. I do be having a lot of content. So my thing is, whatever opportunities open their door, they open their door. Same as happened with that on HBCU game day. Right. That so that was actually that's that's a, let me tell you what happened with that story actually. Okay. So you you familiar HBCU game day, right? Right. Right. I am. So let me tell you, um, they actually put out a commercial. And one of my clips was featured in the in the commercial. Uh -huh. I had no idea about the clip. Wow. So I'm on Twitter one day. Somebody tweeted me like, why is D-Ho on my TV screen on this HBCU game day commercial? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? So like they sent me the link and there it was. It was my face. It was actually a clip that went viral in 2018, homecoming 2018. Mm -hmm. And I, don't, I, I hate to relive this memory because we lost that homecoming. I kick and miss oh, like that's uh, that's that, that yeah. okay 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 we went into five overtimes yep. I like, remember that I remember that because I was like they we, lost yeah he because he missed five damn field goals or, yep it, I remember anyway that. but right. what it was I recorded it was the last three seconds of the game uh -huh. 30 yard field goal or something I'm like oh I'm like he was like moment of truth moment of truth I'm like okay we finna win so when I'm recording right. this in my mind I was like oh I'm, I got the video I'm about to show y'all how we won the game bro when right. When he kicked that field goal, I swear to God, I, you would have never thought he was a, a kicker at all. That, that, that thing went so left. What? Bro, man, I, it went to the lakes. You know, Alcorn got them lakes out there. He, he, Correct. That, that ball went fishing. But anyway, my reaction, it went viral because I turned the camera. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know, I said, like, and then anyway, that I remember Bleacher Report um, reposted it. But um, just to get back to the main point, that's the clip that they feature on their commercial. So I got in contact with them. I was like, hey, what's up with this? Like, you know, I didn't have a problem with it, but it's like, I just wasn't aware. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. One night, intern said they got in contact with you and that you was cool with it. I'm like, I'm cool with it. But no, nobody got in contact with me. Right. So, like, man, we apologize this now. I was like, okay, well, let's make the best out of this situation. Uh, do y'all ever need anybody covering these swag games? That was like, you know what's crazy? We actually do. So... With that being said, you know, I was able to um I was able to um capture a few games. I was actually cap um able to capture the SWAT championship last year. Right. So again, you know, that's just opportunity just off of social media. So it's a lot of opportunities with social media. So that's why that's why I be so active with my social media. I know we we we've talked, you know, offline about you know different things about you just having a show. Like I know you already have a podcast, which we'll get into later on in this in this uh in this show. But, you know, do you have aspirations of having, like, a show alongside with what you do daily, you know, throughout a typical week? Yeah. Uh, I mean, in reality, I really think um, a, a podcast would actually, you know, like, I have my podcast now. Uh, I'm not – since I'm in school and working, um, mm -hmm. my balance – I think it's mostly because I'm in school right now. My balance right. is just kind of off. Uh, right. So, I, I'm, you know, over the summer, I was, I was a little bit more active, but I haven't been as active um, as I typically – um then then I'm usually out but I'm trying to make that my 2021 goal hopefully but overall yeah I want to uh, I want to try to maximize my podcast um uh, I'm a big fan of like the 85 South show they kind of inspire me more than anybody you know that's how they vibe yeah man I remember they came. 
Oh yeah, they they actually, bro, they actually, you know, get me on there. Like when they came in Jackson, like I don't yeah. know. How, yeah, Chico. I'm bit. not surprised. Oh yeah, bro. I I had to show you the clip later, but they, yeah, they they. I was I was on the show and everything. I I wasn't prepared because they, you know, they be with the they be with the smoke. But not, um, they fight but anyway, yeah, bro. Like you know, I really want to have like maybe my own radio show. Um, right. maybe you know a major podcast on a bigger level. So take it to different heights. Right. But, you know, it's just something like honestly, in reality, you know, maybe like hosting. Like you see, um, with the HBCU games, I'm able to do that. So. Right. Just um media coverage, um things like that, or just being a familiar face um when it's just kind of media overall. So I feel like you know I I think I got the potential. You feel what I'm saying? Oh. I think radio personality, um influencer personality, whatever you know. So absolutely right. That's, that, that's, that's a go. That's why. I, right. That's what I keep you know throwing it, throwing at you. I know you probably think like this man is telling me about a, a show, a radio show, two or three times. <laughs> I'm I'm speaking it in existence for hey, you because I feel hey, like look, for real. I feel like you can do it. Like, Man, you know, and, and like everybody doesn't like, you know, some people are on TV and it's like, you know, believe it or not, if you have a face for TV and, and you you have the reporting skills, you can do it. But everybody doesn't have a voice for radio or like just that personality that can do it. Like yeah. you you have a, you have to have a unique personality and, and voice for radio. And I, I, I guess when I see you, I could see you doing that. What? What made you choose Alcorn, and and what what special place does Alcorn hold for you? Well, just off the rip, man. I <laughs> look, my whole family went to Alcorn, bro. Yeah. So let's just get that straight. Uh, my 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 mama went to Alcorn. Mm -hmm. Dad went to Alcorn. Aunties went to Alcorn. Yeah. Uncles went to Alcorn. Cousins, um, future cousins going to Alcorn. Like <laughs> tell you, bro. Future children, like it's, it's really it, I, purple, purple and gold is in my blood. You feel what I'm saying? Right. No, make it sci-fi though, so don't get that twisted. No, yeah, make we, we, we know where you're leaving. <laughs> hey, look, you know it's black and gold. You feel what I'm saying? So we, let's get. I got, I got ice in my veins. We, we, we know your allegiance. Only bleed for all corn. My purple and gold only bleed for all corn. That's right. it. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, bro. Overall, man. But even you know, my family, they were they were the biggest influences when it came to all corn, but. Bro, I love all corn, man. Like all corn is just it, it. You once you're on the yard, you're gonna fall in love with the yard, bro. Especially like football season, you got that family atmosphere, bro. It's really nothing like all corn once you get tapped in. So to know all corn is to love all corn. So that yeah, all corn, all corn made me who I am. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's when I really kind of you know figure out. You know, I guess about myself, like alcohol will make you kind of step out and build on relationships with people and um allow people to build relationships with you. So that's one thing I can say about alcohol. You know, you're not gonna be just like you, you, you're gonna have to make your presence known on the yard. Anybody one thing about the yard, if you're on the yard, they're gonna know you. Mm -hmm. So anybody on the yard knows somebody from the yard. Right. It's our family, it's our love. What was your thoughts when you first came into Alcorn about the experience compared to like going through it and where you at where you at with it now? Okay. So funny. Um, so when I first got there, man, I was actually roommates with two of my cousins. Oh wow! So yeah, <laughs> when we first got yeah, it was so honestly when I first went to all, I don't even I don't even think I was just even focused on any, like too many other people. Like I was just this in my mind. It was just like me and my cousin about to run the yard. Right. I'm here with my kin folks. Like we went, we already went to the same high school. Right now we on the yard. Like man, we're like man, we just gonna do our thing. Um. Funny though, because one of my cousins ended up just staying the first year he was gone. Mm -hmm. So that thought, like, like 
it left out. Then my other cousin, you know, you know, just doing his thing as well. So my first, my freshman year was just kind of, it was just kind of chill. I, I, I probably was actually more introverted than a lot of people think I may possibly be. But I think that was just off the fact that I wasn't as active. Okay. So when you, you know, in order to get that HBCU experience, you really got to be active, man. Right. So, like, I start. Um, I remember I did like student ambassadors for Alcorn. Mm-hmm. That was an opportunity. You know, I met new people. I was like, you know, advocate for the school, high school days, stuff like that. Then I joined the SGA. Um, I became the second vice president my junior year. So I was actually able to host events, um, develop events, homecomings, you know, activities, things like that. So the more I got engaged with Alcorn, the more I was able to embrace Alcorn. Exactly. I was able to embrace the culture. Then I ended up pledging after five fraternity incorporated. And then it's just like, man, I was, I was on the yard, like, look, I'm all the way in. Like, you know, everybody was, you know, everybody was familiar with me through SGA. Mm-hmm. And then once I pledged, it's like, man, I was just, I was just so active, just community service, just uh, just stuff with the um just with the campus in general, collaborating with other organizations. So, I mean, once you really get active, that is when you really get that HBC experience because you, you you don't have a choice. You have to, you know, have to be a true advocate for your school, your organization, whatever you represent. So, I mean, yeah, that um, the HBCU experience is none like no other, man. Especially SGA, that's what really did it for me because actually walking in those games, and actually being a representation of your university and you looking in the stands and you seeing all these fans and you seeing the, the stadium dripped in purple and gold and all these pom-poms and all this school spirit. It's like, man, like I'm a representation of that. And right. you don't get no better, bro. Especially Alcorn, cause right. we, hey, we champs, baby. We winning around <laughs> right here. We winning around right here. So look, I'm in that thing like, yeah. <laughs> How we doing? Yeah. Right, and, Sweat, and, yeah. and making viral moments in the process. Oh yeah, look, I'm, hey, look, I'm repping all day, every day. So as you know, it's a lot of moves going on in the Sweat. You yeah. know, with with FAMU, Bethune Cookman moving to the Sweat. You know, Alcorn now moving to the Sweat. We're in the fall of the 20, uh, 2021 season. Like, what's your take on all of this? Man, I'm, I, you know, I, 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 I be messing with a lot of Jack State folks, but I'm really here for like. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm loving the direction that it's going. Out the mm-hmm. strength that we get more exposure. Right. Um, we getting the bigger audience. And we probably, you know, we getting that attention that we deserve. Because, I mean, just out the strength, Dion, just Dion coming to Jackson State has brought so much attention, not just to Jackson State, uh, not just the city of Jackson or Mississippi, but just the whole HBCUs in general. Like, right. I've never just... It's, even me, you know, going to Alcorn and seeing how many we won, we won back-to-back championships, and I've never just, you know, even outside of us winning our championships, it's like we still weren't just nationally recognized for those championships compared to like how you know they do the SEC schools, for example. Right. So my thing is like Dion, just within a week of him signing to Jackson State as a head coach, he was on ESPN, Good Morning America, First Take, um, Undisputed. Uh, NFL today, like inside right. the NFL, like just exactly. everything. Just out the right. first of all, he's a Hall of Fame. So let's, right. you know, let's let's go yeah. ahead and take notice of that. Right. But it's just out the strength. I mean, that's a major move because in his in, in in reality, you know, he's trying to make, you know, a lot of people been so with with everything going on, social injustice, Black Lives Matters. You know, it's actually been a trend of a lot of 
these athletes saying like, hey, man, I want to go to these HBCUs. We've been saying this for years. Right. But, it was so but now it's just coming to fruition. Yeah. Right. But the thing about like who's really about it and who's just talking about it. So I, um, what was that guy? He went to Howard. Um, he just. I know basketball player. I know you're talking yeah, basketball about. Basketball player. He signed yeah. to Howard. So, you right. know, that's the example. Um, it's a little kid. What's his name? Uh, he's, a, he's like a freshman. But he's been talking about going to, um, is his name Mike? Mikey. Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's saying like, man, you know, he's number one prospect. He's talking about going to HBCU once he's right. able to go. Right. Now think about it like Dion, like, you know, a lot of coaches may say they want to go to HBCU, but think about somebody if Dion's caliber to actually do that and the right. attention he's going to draw. So, right. I mean, now you're looking at a lot more high talent um, athletes actually think about going to HBCUs. A lot of people right. don't realize though, this is HBCUs are where most of the talent started from. Think about we we we've had some straight legends come out of the sweat. Absolutely. We've had not like honestly before SC, you know, the SEC, like that's where they was getting these, that's where they was getting them top athletes from the sweat. Right. But it just, you know, with the media and just how things just shifted over the years, let them go into these SEC schools. But if we if we can get them back in the sweat and the way that they kind of join these other teams into the sweat. Exactly. I really think the swag could probably, I think the swag could be as big as all these other conferences, to be honest with you. Right. And the swag, I mean, with the with the addition of the additional schools, it changes the game essentially. You got two of the biggest powerhouses from the MEAC and FAMU and Bethune Cookman to yeah. come over. Just the other, rivalry they have is exactly. zero. That's, that's, that's a great um, addition to the swag, just off their rivalry. That's a that's a classic right there in the, that's, that's an automatic classic. So, yeah, that's right. That's good right there for sure. Right. And then, you know, when you consider, you know, DM, then also think about, um, you know, Mo Williams at, at Alabama State. Oh, I, yeah. I'm yeah. interested to see what that's going to look like with, with basketball season, on, uh, you know, coming up pretty soon. And even Lindsey Hunter at Mississippi Valley, like, you know, once he kind of, you know, gets his players together and gets situated, like, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what the dynamic of HBCU sports will look like right. after it gets going. And I'm loving that a lot of these, you know, um, we got these vets that's actually, you know, making those commitments to these um, HBCUs. So you talk right. about Monte, um, former yep. NBA player. Exactly. Talk about Dion, Hall of Fame. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's crazy. Who would you consider your favorite HBCU band in your top five? <laughs> hey man, so I don't, don't want to be biased. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm gonna keep on it. Like SOD, um, sounds of dynamite. They go hard. But I, I, I'm, I'm, let me just tell you my top bands first. Let me just tell you my top band. Okay. So Jackson, Jackson State, the Sunday Boom, the Sunday Boom be booming. Yeah. I would not. I would no cap on that. Sunday Boom be booming. So right. I, um, and then the Sunday Boom always featured in. Son of Boom be featuring a lot of commercials and just they just recently did a BET um yeah virtual showcase yes exactly right. and they had Jackson State on there a lot right um so I think but Jackson State is known for their the high quality in the band so I would say the Son of Boom the Human Jukebox the Human Jukebox they bad listen to me. I've, you know, I was in a band in high school and, you know, I went to Jimmy so it's like, we, we, we often wanted to imitate Jackson State. And so I'm not going to say that, that I didn't want to imitate and be like Jackson State, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
it was just always something as a kid knowing that when like you know jack state and southern played or whatever and i remember going to the boombox classic in 2018 and southern played one of travis scott's songs and it sounded like i was listening to travis scott's album i was like why does this sound so cool they i don't know they horn they be blowing yes I went I went to the Bayou Classic for the first time last year. And oh, I that's just, an experience too. Oh my goodness. That was my first time. I was like, okay, I see why it'd be so many. Bro, just not even the game, like just the, the battle of the band. Like, oh yeah. Like that front, I was like, bro, they filled out a whole like think about the whole stadium. They filled it. I'm like, this is crazy. But not a game, but for the battle of the bands. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, nobody even throwing the football. They they just here to hear the music. That's yep. how much that's how much love they get. So um, right. I'm keeping one. I would actually say. I would actually say Southern. Okay. I, would say, I would say the jukebox, just out there strength. Like, they, they, they've been consistent. They've been featuring a lot, too. They was in that Lizzo video. Right. I think that's actually that band playing that 2 Chain song. Okay. I, I'll have to go back and look at that. I, I, I think that's actually Southern band that, that was actually playing um, in the background for uh, Moneymaker. Okay. So, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Southern, um, the human jukebox. And then it's between – it's all corner of Jackson State. Yeah, now, you know it's all corn jazz state. I can't just say one or the other, but it's all corn jazz state. Right. Um, don't all corn be blowing now? And then look, I, hey, our GG's, our GG's nice with it. Yeah, I'm gonna say GG's kind of jazz state, and they they eat it up now. They oh they yeah, no, it's it's, a, it's always a fierce competition. Always that that little walkway. They, <laughs> They look. They they need to just put reserve to the GGs. They just <laughs> reserve to the GGs. Every time we go there, look, they shut it down. Right. So, look, like I say, bro. Um, it, it's Southern because they what's what's that girl's name? They um, uh, what is I know that girl's name? Oh man, because it's not many of them. It's usually maybe like maybe like six or seven. It's they they're very limited. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. They, but they, they elegant though. Oh, oh absolutely. They, they're very elegant. So I, like I said, I, I love, I love Southern band. Um, they, the dancing dolls, ain't the dancing yes. dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, dancing dolls. So them, then you know, it's all corn and Jackson State both ways. So then I you know, it. shout out to the honorable mentions. Uh, honorable. <laughs> Who we got? <laughs> I'm trying, I don't even know who, who would be the honorable mentions. <laughs> oh, you know what? Being that I was in the band, I, I hate to call somebody honorable mention, but if we talking about swag bands, I guess you could throw in like, you know, maybe Mississippi Valley or, you know, well, I'll say this. I don't know. I don't know about Valley. I don't think Valley. No, not Valley. Not me. Well, oh, I say band, the last time I saw they, I think they band may have been restricted, though. Are, are you saying honorable mention for top five? Yeah, top five. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, I, no. for other two, then. I only mentioned three. Right. Now, honorable mention for top five, no. I would not put Valley in my top five. Okay. But I would include Texas Southern, and I yeah. would also include Alabama State. Okay, so my bad. I only gave you my top three. Um, I would actually put Gremlin four. Okay. Uh, just out the strength of the battle of the bands. Gremlin's actually pretty good. Oh, that GS song? Oh, yeah. That GS that, song. That's their song. That that even you know we were playing them for the SWAT championship. So every time they score, like man, I'm mad. But they about to play G. <laughs> yep. Every <laughs> time they get so hyped. So I get grabbed the number four and then probably Texas Southern. If, okay. If, if if it was me, I it, my fifth would be between Grambling and Alabama State. Grambling. Yep, Grambling and Alabama State. 
Because Texas Southern, like, Texas Southern, to be honest, like, they remind the Ocean of Soul, like, they remind me a lot of Southern, just not as brassy as Southern. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, I, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Yeah. So we've, we've talked about the bands, you know, we've talked about the experience. And so now we're going to hit on the fact of, you know, HBCU athletes. Like, oh, yeah. if you had to name your favorite HBCU athlete, who would you say it is and why would you choose them? Oh, no other than the Steve Air Mac Nair. <laughs> that is the GOAT. Yeah. Air Mac Nair is the GOAT. So, like, you know, my parents, I went to Alcorn. My, my dad actually played football on the yard. Okay. Yeah, he was out there, I um, believe, 89, 90. Um, but, I mean, he played, and that's why I say at the, the sweat were producing straight athletes. Right. He told me, my dad played DB. He said that year he came in, like, the uh, athletes they had, I think they had, like, four, five DBs go to the league. Yeah. Off their team. Right. So, that's how the sweat was coming back in the day. Right. But, um, you know, that was around the time, um, you know, uh, Air McNary came there. And right. I've watched, like, his highlights. Oh, I mean, gonna... like, you see how Lamar Jackson played? Like, Mike, how Mike Vick played? Air McNary was putting them, them boys were lost in the sauce with McNair, bro. Right. Like, I mean, they – that 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 reservation belonged to Steve McNair, bro. Like the things he did, he's he's definitely top he, top HBCU athlete all time, in my opinion. And then I and then Walter Payton, I think right, that, right. that was my top two right there. Walter Payton because he was a bad boy. Oh yeah, that state and all corn. Look, we hey we 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 got them heavy hitters, but yeah, I'm going with Steve McNair, bro. You have a podcast yourself, and you mentioned that you know at the first start of the show. What do you hope to do with that? Um, moving forward, I, like I said, I know you're in school, you, you, you're working, you got a lot of moving parts right now. But what do you see yourself doing with that as it continues to evolve? For sure, for sure. So, uh, the main thing is, man, I just want to, uh, I want to be able to get that reach. So, you know, I want to be able to reach out to um, people locally, just you know, Mississippi, Jackson, in, in general. But I know I'm able to, um, I can actually reach out to people just from different states, just off the strength of my social media. Right. So, I really want to, you know, I want to create a platform where. I can reach, um, you know, a bigger audience and I can reach out to certain, you know, public figures, certain, um, you know, people, of, you know, people doing different things that, you know, that that's causing certain type of impacts. But right. I want to have a platform where, you know, I'm able to help other people like, hey, man, this is what I got going. I love, you know, hey, wait, I see what you got going. Can you come on my podcast? Let's talk about it. You know, I want people to see what you're doing. Right. Um, you know, I just want to be a source of entertainment. You're looking for a good laugh. You feel what I'm saying? You know, I can provide that for you, me right. and you know, whoever I got participating in it. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, I just want to, you know, I'm all about good vibes, um, but, you know, I'm all about impact, in, um, influencing, and just doing the best I can myself. So, again, like, I really want to, I really want to be able to, you know, cause, uh, I really want to be a big influence with my uh, podcast. Really want to be able to reach out and, uh, you know, make some things shake. So that's, that's the end goal. The end goal is, to make it as big as I possibly can uh, when I get that opportunity. And so if people want to follow your podcast or, you know, listen to some of the episodes that you do, how can they do that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, it's on Spotify and it's also on Apple Podcasts. So um, mostly, um, a lot of people, you know, everybody got these iPhones, so a lot of people rock right. Apple Podcasts. So you just, um, D-Ho in the motherfucking morning, M-F-N morning. So it's D-Ho in the M-F-N morning. That's right. where you can find this. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. But yeah, D-Hope in the MFN morning. Right. That's Absolutely. Find you for. 
And so if people want to just follow you, because like, like I said, of course, you know, you got the media reach, you know, you're teaching kids, you talked about your HBCU experience, bands, athletes. You also do different things with branding in terms of like different clothes. Like, so if people want to just like, you know, follow you in general, aside from all of these other things, how can oh, they yeah, do that? Sure. Oh yeah. Um, you can just go to my Instagram, um, D Hope, where it's D-E-E underscore Hope, H-O-L-T. So D E E underscore H O L T. That's where you can find me on the ground. And then if you if you ride with Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at D underscore one, the number one and only underscore. So D underscore one and only underscore. Stay tuned for episode 13 of the Red Diamond Report podcast. Until then, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at the RDR Report and follow me on Twitter at Wilton Reports and on Instagram at Wilton Reports underscore.